Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue through the book of Acts. We're in the 13th chapter. When we left off in the previous episode, Barnabas and Saul had just been sent out <clears throat> to uh, follow where the Spirit was leading them. Uh, a little note here. You will notice that in, in this portion of Scripture, it's always Barnabas and Saul, Barnabas and Saul. Uh, very soon we're going to see that Saul is going to be called by his Roman name, Paul, Saul is his Hebrew name, his Jewish name. And you're going to see that uh, his name will be first. And then other people, Barnabas, Silas, things like that. Just a subtle shift in uh, the way that it's written, but it's important because it shows the emphasis. Not that one's inferior to the other, not that one individual is superior to another. But you pay attention to these things. So we saw in verse 5 of Acts 13 that they had reached uh, Salamis. And when they got there, they proclaimed the word of God in the synagogue of the Jews. And they also had John as their helper. They had John Mark. So this would be the pattern of Paul and his entourage when they'd go from place to place. They would go into a new place. And the first thing they would do is go find the Jews. If there was a synagogue, they'd go to the synagogue. If there wasn't, they'd go uh, down by the river. Okay, and we'll see that later on. So when they'd gone through the whole island, verse 6, as far as Paphos, they found a, mag a magician, a Jewish false prophet, whose name was Bar-Jesus. Okay, so let's just stop right there. So what do we know about this guy? Okay, they got, they've gone as far as Paphos, and they found this guy, and he's a magician, a sorcerer, an astrologer, okay? Different ways to express this. But he had certain powers, and <coughs> he was Jewish, okay? Jewish. He's described here by Luke in the book of Acts as a false prophet. Mm -hmm. And his name was Bar-Jesus. Bar, son of Jesus, which is Joshua, son of Joshua. That was his name. Now it continues, verse 7, the sentence continues. Who was with the proconsul Sergius Paulus, a man of intelligence. So the proconsul, a Roman official here, Sergius Paulus, this magician, Bar-Jesus, was with him. Yeah, okay, that's interesting, isn't it? Well, Sergius is described as a man of intelligence. In other words, this, this man is no fool in any way. So that tells us some more about Bar-Jesus Bar here, that he had powers. There were things here. It wasn't just trickery because he was uh, hanging out with a man of intelligence. So verse 7 continues. This man, Sergius Paulus, the man of intelligence, summoned Barnabas and Saul and sought to hear the word of God. Okay, so what do we know about it with Sergius here? Okay, he was open. He wanted to hear some things. He wanted to hear the word of God. What does that tell, tell us about Barnabas and Saul and what was going on in their life? Well, apparently word had gone out. People had heard various things. Okay, So the powers that be hear about it. He's a man of intelligence. He calls him in and says, hey, I want to hear about this. 
I want to hear the word of God. Verse 8. But Elymas, the magician, for so his name is translated. That's a little parenthetical phrase there. For so his name is translated. Elymas, what, what, what does that name mean? Well, it literally means wise man. <laughs> wise man. So he, his name was Bar-Jesus, but his name was also Elymas. So it's Elymas Bar-Jesus. Elymas, the son of Joshua. Okay. So Elymas, the magician, was opposing them seeking to turn the pro-council away from the faith. There's a couple things I want us to really see here in this account. Okay, you Notice how quickly that the opposition arose. When Barnabas and Saul came in and the pro-council said, hey, I want to hear the word of God, well, Elymas immediately opposed them. Why? Because he was seeking to turn the pro-council away from the faith. He did not want the pro-council to turn to the faith. Why is that? Because he knew it was a true faith and he knew his was a false faith. So he was actively doing this somehow. We're about to see right here in the next sentence that it was all going down while they're in the room there together. Watch this, verse 9. But Saul, who was also known as Paul, there's where we get the name change right here, okay? Where we're aware of this. Saul, who was also known as Paul, that's his Roman name, so he's in a Roman environment right now, so they use his Roman name. Filled with the Holy Spirit, fixed his gaze on him. There's another one of those fixed his gaze phrases. Remember I told you when we first started going through Acts, pay attention to that. Peter and John fixed their gaze upon the man that was asking for alms. We've seen it a couple of times since then. I think it's a very vivid picture for us that we need to be seeking the motion, the movement, and where God is doing some things. He saw something happening. Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, and that can also be written this way. Sometimes it is translated this way, that Paul, having just been filled with the Holy Spirit, that doesn't mean he didn't have the Holy Spirit before. Okay, It's not talking about that. It's talking about how we need to be walking day in, day out, Filled with the Holy Spirit, continually being filled, continually being filled. I think that what it means in these instances where we see it like this is that all of a sudden the Holy Spirit just pours himself upon Paul and Paul realizes something's going on. He fixes his gaze on this guy and the Spirit's revealing something to him. And this is exactly what occurs. The Spirit speaks something in and through Paul. Listen to this. Verse 10. And Paul said, so he's speaking to Elymas. You who are full of all deceit and fraud, you son of the devil, you enemy of all righteousness, will you not cease to make crooked the straight ways of the Lord? He calls him down to his face. He says, you are full of all deceit. You are full of fraud. You are the son of the devil, the offspring of the devil. You are the enemy of of righteousness. And he says, are you not going to quit perverting this straight way of the Lord? Are you going to quit trying to make crooked the truth that I'm speaking right now? This is some boldness right here, folks. This is how we're supposed to be. When the Spirit moves upon us, as it moves upon Paul right here, we need to speak forth the word. We need to speak forth the truth. We walk too much in religious fear. We really, really do. Now watch what happens. He continues to speak. Now, behold, 
the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you will be blind and not see the sun for a time. And immediately a mist and a darkness fell upon him, and he went about seeking those who would lead him by the hand. He was struck blind. Next verse. Then the proconsul believed when he saw what had happened, being amazed at the teaching of the Lord. This is so lacking in the body of Christ today, folks. And I'm not necessarily talking about striking people blind, though, yeah. I'm talking about the fact that the teaching of the Lord, what Paul brought with the, when the proconsul said, hey, I wanted to hear the word of the Lord. Paul brought the word of the Lord. He received resistance. It wasn't just the word of the Lord that he responded with. He responded with power, power and the word. The proconsul believed when he saw what had happened, being amazed at the teaching of the Lord. He had received the teaching of the Lord. Paul and Barnabas had spoken it forth to him. He had heard it. Now he sees something backing that up, and he believes. That is so needed today in the body of Christ. We'll talk more about this next time. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you all then. Bye-bye.